Okay, Giants heroes, I'll give you five seconds to turn the volume to 11.
Um, but well, what about before we go to sort of a little few tidbits? Uh, so we all were kind of focused on the one game. Penny, you might have been focused on one game, but had, as, a, as sort of the, the premiership, you're, you're looking below you to see who, as the favourites, you're looking below you to see who's coming. Did, was there any sort of observations or things that you picked up that might be worthwhile looking out for if we are, you know, locked as we are in kind of the Sydney, inner Western Sydney bubble, outer Western Sydney bubble? <coughs> uh, I, I don't, sorry to say, I don't know that GWS will be a big threat to us this year. I think... Um, more in general. Sure, Let's just make sure you don't have to talk about GWS. Needles, record that. Record that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, maybe yeah. the start and, of every pod. I reckon. Put it right next to that. I do. I, we had that. We had a couple of years where we made finals and didn't go very far, and then 2016 we came 13th, and then obviously did well after that. And maybe due to us having a bad. 2013, year. you got beaten by the team that came ninth. Oh, I don't remember that. I do. I was there. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, we had some very, we had a lot of bad years, but you know, like maybe, maybe having that one bad year for GWS might fire them up a bit. And you know, I actually put a little bet on uh, Cogs to win the Brownlow this year because I'm that I'm hopeful that he bounces wow. back from his tough year and you know it gives him a bit more drive. Yeah. In terms of content, you're really like you're coming <laughs> up with the kicking the nuts and then you pat us on the bit of a fluff. It's it's easy to say, you know, the teams will go the same. Penny, way. what's the odds there? Oh, they were pretty good. They were good. They want to be. There was there was value. Yeah, you don't you don't bet on things that are obviously going to happen. <laughs> no, but what about in a more general sense? You've seen anything in the competition that's worthwhile noting, apart from the fact that North Melbourne looked like a dumpster fire. Mm. Yeah, I reckon um, I'm a bit worried about Collingwood. I think. Well, actually, Collingwood lost a few players, haven't they? Yeah, Collingwood would have had the worst the worst summer of any team in recorded history. Yeah. Um, well, I haven't really thought about the other teams too much. I'm well. I'm a little bit gutted, even though my brother goes for them. I'm a little bit gutted for Brisbane because, like, Cam Rayner was a pretty good player, and by all accounts, yeah, he was, was looking like he was, was going to pull the trigger. And to do his knee is really, really disappointing. They've still got Danaher and all that sort of thing, but I just I. I think that's a pretty bad blow to get on the start of a well, – they're still kind of within their window. Um, I was disappointed for them yeah. because I don't mind Brisbane because – oh, fucking Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it felt he, like an injury but, that um, usually but, happens to us. Yeah, but he um, – I don't know. I'm a bit more sceptical. I mean, like he, he was number one draft pick and he hasn't really – I don't think he's lived up to being a number one draft pick personally. No, well, not yet. But he's been in the system no, for five years. Cool. Like, really? I thought it was two. Right. Okay. He's only, he's only I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. How many? Cam, Cam Rayner. He's 21, so he can't have played that many years. So he's probably played three years, at least three years. And he hasn't won the Brown yeah. either. Yeah, no, failure. <laughs> no, but he hasn't. You know, I don't know. He hasn't. I mean, the team, the team that he did play for, they were last and then the he Gold came Coast. and played for them. Think about the Gold Coast. Um, who was the Gold Coast number one from last Matt year? Matty Rao. Like, holy shit. He's incredible. He played all year. He could have won the Buddy Brown, though. If you watch the rest of the, the documentary, he is incredible. And oh, really? I reckon Stuart Drew. I reckon Stuart Drew's a hero of the documentary. He, you know, he's... um. I think he's taking the Gold Coast in a really good direction. And I mean, they're probably not going to win next year, but I think they'll be on the way up. 
So I've got a question for, for you, Penny. To rank, there was only five, I think five teams, or maybe six, whatever the team number was. If you were to rate the performance of every team based on, I don't know, quality, you know, on a number of metrics, but if you accumulate them all into one, yeah. Yeah. you know, quality blokes, uh, whatever, um, where, is Giants last? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. All That's the others, all the others, wow. all the others are, I think, regardless of their ladder position. And, you know, like it's hard to, like you see such a, such a tiny window, but um, they all feel like they're in the Further right. ahead? Yeah. And so, I mean, it's just... Was, was, like, it, was it negativity? For the, was it negativity the, all, for the, the GDO stuff is all negativity. It's all about COGS and it's every, every session is people saying to COGS, why aren't you playing well? And, you know, what's going on? And him saying, mm. oh, I feel like I'm feeling okay. And it just, um, and the like the scene where he gets dropped is, I'm I'm with Heath Shaw on that. It's just so hard to understand why they chose to do that. And Heath Shaw like, said it said in an interview that I watched uh, that I listened to was he he, he was yeah. he was very against that decision. He, he was like, yeah. "Cogs is in yeah. my best twenty-two. Yeah, we should no way drop him." Yeah. Um, but it's interesting they went. Who, whose call was it? I guess Leon's yeah. ultimately, but they mm. talk. He talked. They talk about it as a, you don't see all of it, but they. Leon says they talked about it as, as a match committee and made that decision. Um, I just like if you pick someone to be your captain, mm. they obviously you think they have that role on the field, that leadership role that it, regardless of what how they play as a footballer, is worth having them there and to to drop you just. It's hard to it's hard to see how they could think that would have a so good did, 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 did it paint the Giants in worse light than Cogs? Uh, well, for me, I mean, I really like Cogs, so maybe I was a bit biased, but um, I felt like Leon was the let him down, the one who was making the bad decisions, really. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can I? Can, can we look? This is this is good advertisement for the buddy. Uh... <laughs> no, I will just quickly say though that as like they would have taken forty hours of footage, right? Yeah. And then they cut yeah. that footage to fit already. the result. Yeah. So there, there might have there would have been a lot of positive shit going on, and had the result been slightly yeah. different, or Giants mm-hmm. made the finals, the story that it's told through the sixty minutes of ten minute pieces cut yeah. up in over six hours well, is completely different. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I would like you across the show. It feels like Cogs is having a horrible time, and I'm sure he didn't have a horrible time for the whole of the year. Like I'm sure there were the bits he liked, and you know he enjoyed. I'm sure he Reality enjoyed television. the year, but they only yeah. they obviously only show the the tough bits. Is it fair I to say? I find it interesting your comment, Penny, that the Giants, in viewed against Carlton and Adelaide, these kind of yeah. you know. Cellar dwellers for the last five years. Basket really. cases. I just want, sorry, not five years. It's probably maybe for, for Adelaide's perspective, only a couple of years. But um, but the Giants were still seen as the seen as kind of the you know the most negative or, I mean, the, or the toughest. I hate the spubs. They just I mean, hate us. I think it's the but I think it's the narrative, the documentary kind of like yeah, Adelaide. Adelaide didn't win a game for fifteen rounds and then won the. You yeah, know, I feel sorry for him. And it was a hero, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's easy yeah. to, you know. Stuff, Mixie. 
But I, I, guess- I, I, I think she think it's something that, that the players can draw on when, when you've when you've when there's a documentary like that. Players, yes, are, you know, as a as a team, are, are, I, I kind of feel like you're the strongest as a unit that you can when you build from adversity and and negativity. And I, I kind yeah. of feel like that's what maybe Phil Davis was coming from in the interview that I heard was it's not we don't want to be up there in a prem, as a premiership contender what right now. What we want to be is build over the season and get consistency, improve some, get the little things right, and then obviously grow into getting the big things right. So I, I kind of, I do hope that that's kind of playing out. But you, you did get it right for four years in a row. Mm. Exactly. So it's not like it's not like you've. So you can't you know, throw the toys out of the cot completely. Yeah. Right. Well, before we move to our game, which is how we're going to close um, this episode, I've, I've I've ripped off someone else's game. I think it's a good game, but we're just <laughs> going to talk about a little bit, a few little bits and pieces of gossip here and there. First one is uh, Bubs nearly got hit by the combine harvester on his scooter oh, running on a jog through Balmain. Bubs, the potter, the oh, I, was, I was running. I was running home from work. Running up, you know, the man from Colin Gully. I was, I was, I was opposite Dick Dick's. You are looking fit, by the know. way. That running's paying off. <laughs> as you would know, Needles, I think you might have had a uh, an event at the uh, the exchange in one one yes. time. I can't remember what event was that. Could have been a, could have been a um, the one the one yeah, you had before you get married. Yeah. Okay. No, anyway, no, so no. We, it was literally yes. on the corner. I was running around the corner, and then hop, and then Jacob Hopper comes. The combine harvesters coming at me on a little scooter, and I, and he nearly <laughs> we, we we nearly we nearly came to heads, and I was I I kept running, but um yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, good because uh, you didn't want to break your cover. <laughs> exactly. Did he look but scared? Or just keep barreling on regardless, because that's his shit. That himself. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> Is that still he accelerated? <laughs> I'm pretty impressed. That, yeah, well, obviously, he, he's not wearing a full face helmet. If you were able to recognise him, no, no, he was just he was just on bugging around on a little on a little scooter thing. Yeah. Oh, sorry, oh, not a scooter, as in like your your, your Italian no no no, job, like, like like a, a, no, no, it was an electric. It yeah, was he's a, just about yeah, to chuck yeah, it in the harbour or something. something. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's good. Are we relaxed um, about? Um, are we relaxed about the combine harvester doing pottery in Balmain? <laughs> that was in Bondi. That was only. That was only social. Bondi, sorry. Are we relaxed about that? Or are we Look relaxed. The, the, just relaxed. the ghost. It's not quite what you do in the Riverina. Doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very relaxed. It didn't, um, it didn't anyway, impact his game. We found out that uh, Dorsal's pregnant, which is good. Happy with that. Yep. Yeah, that, that should, you know, so, so maybe fathers play better or fingers crossed or something like that. Oh, and yeah, he's, better, yeah. he's joining. We've got a new, I should announce, we've got a new squintlet daisy as well. That she happened in the summer. So um, helped with stains and the stains growler man with a million names. She's added. To well, with the litany of squintlets going around at the moment, and so the jumper will be passed on. We found out when when Sam Taylor gave a sort of an in depth interview of what happened to him. We're all pretty glad that he didn't fucking die because that just yeah. must have been Shit. terrifying. Like I got I got 
diabetes and it happened over a few weeks and your body sort of starts stopping working and things start hurting and you wonder why and that's quite scary and you there's not a cure like how do you fix it what's going on he happened to him overnight after a game he got quite sore and then sore and then he went in the bath and came out sore and then the morning he was in agony overnight sweating and was completely busted the next day that just must and they said oh yeah your joints are infected and poisoned and you're a football player. Mm. Like that must have been so frightening as opposed, apart from the agony that apparently he's, was well. he's such an important, he's a, such an important player for us. He's kind of uh, penny. I'll, yeah. I'll talk to you. You know, he's our kind of a poor man's Dylan Grimes, you know, like he is, mm. you know, like I, I almost think that he could make all his train in the next couple of years. He, he's a really his, great lockdown defender. Yeah. Sam his, Taylor. I said, mm. Let's just check the stats. <laughs> you looking at him up? Who? He's got brown hair. Uh, yeah, sort of I, I think he's a huge in. And, I mean, even in the highlights, he was getting a couple of marks um, against the Swans. No, he was great. He was excellent. I'm excited to see him again. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. You know, we, we, we talked that we had a couple of ins last season and, and sort of Cogs didn't quite pay off, but... Um, <laughs> Maybe this year's Sam Taylor. Maybe Cal Ward's feeling good. Is Cal Ward going to play halfback this year? Yeah, I think so. He played halfback in the Prackie match. So oh, it was he? almost like halfback wing. Like Perryman and him were kind of interchanging on the halfback flank to the wing. And it worked quite well, I think. Yeah. Um, before we move on to, to Ragnar, this is your minute and a half. How much content Penny, you to talk about? <laughs> To, to talk about um, how close Dusty Martin came to being a giant in 2013 and how, Richmond. how that made Richmond. you feel. I, do, I, I believe uh, that I believe he actually visited. He did. He uh, went on a tour. Yeah, yeah. I think um, and he's quite a good player. Is the, story, is the story that he talked to Leon Cameron or, or Wayne Campbell or oh. someone Fuck. Someone there and and talk, kept talking about how much he liked Richmond, and then and then they said, "Look, you're not coming to us." Uh, that's what I've heard anyway. But that's disappointing. He's, he's probably. I mean, close to coming to us. He's he's the best player in the AFL. When fucking crazy that grand uh, final. I was lucky. Really incredible. I was lucky enough to be at the grand final this year, and uh, those four goals he kicked. Um, Unbelievable. The, the second one when. I thought we'd lost, and just before half time. Just before half time, he kept us in the game. It's weird how yeah. six points make such a huge difference. Like it, what it doesn't. Yeah. Like it felt they were so much closer. Not to me. If you if, if you weren't <laughs> if you weren't a dusty believer before the grand. Oh my final, god! Like holy shit! Yeah. So much Kool Aid just with a straw. Yeah, I don't no, like I him, but he's God is good. I felt like I felt like his first two Norm Smiths. He was a bit lucky to get them, but. Basha yeah, Hooley. Yeah. yeah. But this one, like, well, I mean, 2019, but they should have given out, you know, 22. The whole team. You know, it's, um, well, I think it we was, were, it was like, under Anyway, yeah. enough seat, enough circle jerking. <laughs> <Justin Martin>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, enough, Richmond. Can you stop cutting yeah. in? Move on. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I hope you guys go well. Okay, so this is, this is Ragnar Lofbrock. He, he gave us a little bit of content. One of, he likes to write a novel. Um, hi, fellas. Hope you had a great off-season. Judging by the lack of podcasting, I would say you boys are well-rested. It's a dig. Yes. Uh, as we're only two weeks no, out from we game, we'd get, 
get things rolling here and provide you lads with a bit of content and something to talk about. This is what he calls a bit Perfect. of content. So when he gives us some, like a lot of content, weeks of reading. After a huge yeah. off-season for the Giants. Encourage, the, in, encourage it, Needles. Come on. In us, we no, want okay, content. We, yeah, Ragnos, we love, we love Ragnos, our fans. Ragnos, brilliant. Ragnos um, gets us back on track. In us losing it. We, more Scandinavian love, please. In us losing a third of a starting 18, the writing was on the wall. Gone was our club's leading goal kicker since inception, perhaps looking to further yes. his fishing career off the Victorian coastline. Gone was our boy from Narendra, who was in our top five players, offered a contract that would make him a life-changing amount of money and probably put him in the top 40 players' salaries in the AFL. Cordwell, gone. Yeah. This is capitals. Haitley, gone. Don't care. Hardcore, Don't gone. Care. The old donkey, Don't Heath, Shaw, gone. The dinosaur, Jacobs, Don't, gone. Well, Langdon, hurts. gone. A closet clean-out Eminem would have been proud of. Uh, of course, yeah. with so many departures, we gained draft picks, like always. Very glad we played hardball on JC and perhaps showed the league that when North offer a $15 billion contract to Josh Kelly at the end of the year, we require eight first-round draft picks in compensation. In came Tanner oh, We Bruin. love you, Ragnar. Well, 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 well. What a debut in the trial match against the Swans. Four goals and didn't look out of place at all after not playing footy for two years. Fair to say Cordwall is just a poor man's Bruin. Jesse Hogan, yes. not so sure about this. Really could go either way. Three. Bruce seems a logical replacement for Mumford, but I hope deep down that Bredsey and the Flying Finn do too much to keep him out of the side. Connor Stone, Angles. Ryan Angwin, Cameron Fleeton, Jacob Weir and Will Shaw will be interesting to track as they progress with Jacob Weir. I know they're likely to get an early call up out of these being a mature age pick up playing on the halfback flank from the Eagles in the Sandville and having Whitfield potentially out for half the season with inflamed insides. Just... <laughs> I'm just, oh, here we go. Here's the question. Re-signing of Jeremy Finlayson. Interesting to say the least. Why would you sign a guy for three years to play in the seconds for the next three years? In my opinion, he's mm. behind Himmelberg, Riccardi and Hogan and surely Leon has enough brains to work out that playing 15,000 tall forwards. Actually, there's not a question. It's just more opinion. In the same forward line is never going to win us a flag. In fact, my big call for the year is that Leon Cameron is sacked by round 12 as he still can't draw a game plan and the Giants get off to their worst start since the early days with four wins, eight <laughs> losses by the end of round 12. Anyway, hope this you're well. Uh, look forward to hearing you lads soon. Much love. This is Thanks. what we're circling around to earlier. Yeah, yeah, this is... this is. Thanks, Ragnar. Just, just fucking... fucking Ragnar doesn't give a fuck about the civilities. Let's just get cut to the point. Is... Leon's job safe. Look, a couple of games in, if he hasn't won a game, is he looking at the bullet? Well, the first four games are all winnable, so yes. What was the first four games? Um, it was in the mongrel punt. St Kilda. Subject to change. I'm not, I, I actually don't think St Kilda's that, that winnable. No. Nah. I think they're going to win. What? I know you, you were saying that. I you were rubbing your head with it. So okay. can I just put it If we're one from four, if we're one from four, is is Leon sort of no, no, under he, a lot of pressure? No, reckon, you, you don't like someone after four rounds. I mean, yeah, yeah you know, you got to be got to be mid mid season I'm, at least. I'm I mean, if, you, if we're well out of the eight, not going to make finals by mid year, um, I think it will become untenable, and he will he will be gone. St Kilda at home, Freo on the road, Melbourne at home, Collingwood at the MCG. Mm. So there you go. Thanks for um, so, Yeah, no questions, but a, a lot of nervous. opinion. Most of it's not entirely sort of to be disagreed with, but the, the 
the Leon Cameron call is a monstrous call. It is just a battle axe of a hot take. But we've got to, we've got to address it. It's, a, it's an elephant in the living room. We've got to address it. Yeah, I don't like, think so. If, if, we're, if, we're, if we start slowly, the, the pressure will mount significantly. Yes, I don't think we will. I think we're good. I've got nothing to base that on. <laughs> Apart from the accuracy of my grandfather predictions. I think. I mean, <laughs> in all honesty, I mean, in all honesty, it's the beginning of the year that we have a team that is probably similar to, to all prior years in that we are always good enough on Jeremy talent, but are we do are we consistent enough to to win? And that's we have a game plan. A feature of the Giants for for uh, not just game plan, but do, do we work as a team? Um, like uh, we we have the talent to be top four in my view, you know, no doubt, I think across every line, but it, it's whether we bring it together and, and, oh, and that all, you know, and that's what's so challenging around this time of year and predicting how we go, because it's always been a frustration of following the giants and being mad keen about the giants is that we've always had the talent or well, maybe not in the few years when they were kids, but <laughs> probably for the last five years, we've always had the talent, but do they actually, do they actually bring it together on the ground and, and play? Mm. And, they, and they did a couple of years ago, which is great. And look, they may this year, which is great. But yeah, it's um, that's consistency. Obviously, is what I'm pointing to is that if they can get consistency, we are going to be a top four team. If we don't, Leon will be gone. Dang. So yeah, and that was that's beautiful, Bubs, because I was going to sort of roll into, you know, what are our feels and that you've just encapsulated. I mean, at the start of last year, I was feeling like I could trust the Giants to win the games that they were supposed to win. Um, and I don't have that trust necessarily, but I feel I don't going in without the pressure, the pressure of trying to make the grand final and win it again because, you know, we were deplorable in 2019 obviously isn't there. Uh, the pressure of living up to your own talent is, but that's not that's an internal thing. That's not an external thing. Now everyone thinks that they're chopped liver and they're not going to make the eight. So do they pull that in and go, righto, let's time to see what really made of boys and, and make it worth our while or do they slip away? And I think that's good for us though. Yeah. Lack yeah, of expectations exactly. I think could actually be great for us. I agree. Like honestly, like yeah. I, I, yeah. I like that back against the wall. No one expects us to do it. Everyone expects us to be out of the eight. Like, that is something we haven't had for the last four years of four to five years of inconsistency. Well, that could but, actually and nor should us. have we. I mean, with the talent, we shouldn't be the backs against the wall. Exactly, yeah. because, you know, no, we should we be freaking shooting for top four. And I'll be in theory. And I, I said on an earlier podcast that we did with some uh, Victorian uni students at the start of the year, like <laughs> our team is really, really good, and we should be up about it. We should be up amongst it. We will be. Excellent. That's your feels. We will be. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. Senator, uh, any thoughts? I think there could be some pretty radical change in the the ladder compared to last year, and you know, it'll be it'll be who can adjust to the new rules and you know the new the, the longer games and GWS every chance of of being in the mix. Um, they certainly need to turn things around a fair bit from last year, though. Okay, boys, <laughs> would you like to play a game? Uh, we're going to play a game. This game is a, is a game that I've ripped off. Um, hey, hang on. The, Can I just do a just stock take on timing? 
Yeah. Uh, this surely must be. What time do we start? 8.30. Yeah, someone, someone pressed a button and said we're allowed to have unlimited recording. How? I don't know. It's, it's still recording. Well, it is. <laughs> I don't know how. Anyway, yeah. keep going. Thanks for paying, guys. Um, so this game <laughs> is called Luke's Game, and it comes from the Football Ramble, which is a British podcast about Ragnall. Um, Thanks, Ragnall. Uh, so, Sparrow, you're going to have to sit out this one because it is very much a historical football. And, I mean, your interest in football started in 2016 with the no, Giants. I, I don't know if you've got I much watched it. corporate I knowledge. The final. Um, but, well, you, <laughs> um, what it is, is I'm gonna, we're going to go through five players, and this is for between uh, Senator Penny Wong and Bubs, and you're <laughs> going to have to name how many – I'm going to tell you how many teams they played for, and you're going to have to say if, if you say how many – like, say, I don't know, Cornelio played for <laughs> three teams, and you, and you only know two teams, you say two – and if Penny Wong says three, then he has to name all three. And you can either try and bet, get all of them or lose the point. Does that make sense? Can I use Google here or not? <laughs> Don't use Google. That would be cheating. <laughs> so is it like a buzzer thing or is it like... No, 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 no. So we'll, we'll have the serve. And it's because, because Penny Wong's new, he'll get to go first. But I'll give him a player and tell him how many teams they played for. He has to say how many he reckons they played for. Okay, and, okay, okay, yeah. and Bubs, you can beat it. Or ask him yeah. to name him, and if he gets it right, he wins the point. If he gets it wrong, you win the Got point. It. Got it. All right. So it's not quite as good as sort of football because they all play for like 15 teams or 13 teams, anyone, so like yeah. four or five. Anyway, so first player, and its service is to Penny Wong, is Scott Cummings, and he played for four teams. Yeah. Uh, so do I say... How many can you name? Um Uh, three. Bubs, can you go four? Or are you going to make him name his no. three? You can name his three. Name your uh, three. Okay, Essendon, West Coast, Port Adelaide. Yeah, well done. <laughs> if you go a bit slower and just let me go correct and then we can kind of build oh, okay. up, that would be yeah, sorry. <laughs> much better yeah. for the... Um, <laughs> did you want to have a go at the fourth? You still going? Uh, well, is he fucking Melbourne? Was it, was it Sydney? It was Collingwood. Oh, How many yeah. games did he play for Collingwood? I don't know. But so <laughs> one point to Penny Wong. Okay. Bubs, service is on you. This, <laughs> most players have only played for four teams. There's very few over, over that. Um, Simon Minton Connell. He played for four Ooh. teams. How many can you name? Three. Penny, can you go four? I can only think of three. No, maybe three. Wait, yeah, you're on. Swans, Slowly. Hawks. Oh, Jesus, you guys are shit. <laughs> can you say Where's that again? Can you say Where's that again? Bulldogs. Correct. Swans. Correct. Hawks. Correct. Who was the fourth? Not as good as I hoped it would be. Carlton. Uh, how many games? I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, the, the number of games... Stop looking at the computer, Penny. I want to see how many games you played for them. <laughs> um, all right. So service is with Penny Wong. Martin Pike played four games. 
Teams. Uh, four, teams. Played for four teams, oh. sorry. Oh, I can only name two. It's not the sweet spot. The sweet spot is always three. Yeah. Bubs, can you name three or four? Yeah, I can name Martin three. Martin Pike? Yeah, I think I've got Get three. Uh, Penny, can you go four? No, name them. <laughs> name <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> the Lions. Ding. North Melbourne. Ding. Melbourne. Ding. Good get. I can name the fourth. What? Didn't he play for Carlton? No, Fitzroy. Oh, right. Okay. So Bubs has taken a lead there and now has the service. Uh, Just Sparrow riveted eating his ice cream. cream. Good good content. Magnum? What is that? It's a mini Magnum. He He played for four teams. Um, and so if you play for a team twice, it still counts. If you only played for them, it's only a one stint, okay. oh, one yeah. count. Uh, Justin Murphy, Bubs. So, so are you saying four? Did he play mm-hmm. for four? Are you recording this? Is this guy yeah. in the pod? Yeah, it's a good game. <laughs> um, right. I, I think I've got three. Uh, I don't uh, name them. Is that what I meant to say? Yeah, I was supposed to say name them. <laughs> Bombers. Who? Bombers. Mm. Correct. Carlton. Correct. Port Adelaide. Oh. It was Richmond and Geelong. Yeah, I um, remember that. I didn't know that. Right. Okay, so there we go. What's we are boys. It's two all. We've gone to a fifth <laughs> set. And it is with the player who's played for the most teams. Yeah, he played for five teams. From the, um, from the chat. Service. Chat. Um, service. on our fan chat turned up to the Parramatta Square on Friday. The only supporter who turned up with Perryman and Georgia Garnett. I don't know who that is. I think she plays um, for the female team. Oh, shout out to her. Um, Costello, is that redacted? Well, are we talking surnames? <laughs> we are. No, we're probably not. Edit. I'll <laughs> 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 cut that. Okay. Stuff, Mark. So this is the, this is the yeah, last round. to Mark. Good uh, the only thing. Yeah, testify. Um, he played for five teams. Go on, Dale Kickett. Sweet spot would have to be four. Three? Three. Uh, Bubs, can you give him four? So do you you, you sit or do you die on your sword? Do you go out waving one badly or do you? No, I mean, I'm only sitting on two. I can only go. Well, that would be a bit of a stretch then. So, uh, yeah, go for it, Penny. (laughs) Penny Uh, Wong is staring furiously at the roof. Obviously Essendon. Uh, Yes. This is Dale Kickett. Yeah. Um, West Coast. Correct. Yep. Uh, Fremantle. Correct. Oh. There's it's three. <laughs> Can you name the other two or could you guess the other um, two? Uh, maybe Port Adelaide. Was St. No. Kilda in there? Yes. St. Kilda. Yeah. And... 
um, he played for Fitzroy as well. Yeah, so as, there a, you go. Uh, as a previous Fitzroy supporter, I should have, oh, he should have got just, both Martin Pike. Yeah. And, uh, Martin Pike. Yeah. And I, I threw those in there. That, oh, that'll be too uh, easy no, for Barb's eye. Martin Pickett just did his spin behind me. I don't know if you remember that from the grand final. No, I don't. Yeah, true. <laughs> He's only played for one team. Um, so that was that was Luke's game as played in Aussie Rules. It'll be the only version we can do because they're the only players who have played more than four or four games, and otherwise it gets a little bit boring. But anyway, well done, good win. Any other? Is there any more? Any more? Any more feels? Comments? Richmond banter? Uh, uh, I'm, I guess cut I'm that really, pause. I'm very excited for the season, and I think it's going to be uh, extremely close. Do you really think that? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, like there's... Mate, it's the juggernaut. I mean, this is the juggernaut you hope for that everyone feared, and here it is. I can't, I can't count. I don't think we're going to go worse than top four, but, I mean, I thought we were going to go really well in 2016 and we totally bombed out. Why are we talking about Richmond? <laughs> he, he, I, I left it open. There was a pause. I'm Penny just, started talking. <laughs> I think that I think all the club, I think all the clubs are a chance, or, or almost all of them. And I think you know every diplomatic, even like, <laughs> even, GW, even GWS could be on the way up. Like you don't know. I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. <laughs> I think Jazz are leaving. I think Zachy yeah. leaving. I think you've really taken that to heart, haven't you? They've, you've really been fucking punched. It's a it's real ball ache. Fucking earth it is. It is, and I think it is for every every Giants fan. I think if if Cogs and Tobes don't get some uh, some style to their leadership that works early on, and and it doesn't link in with Leon's vision, uh, there's serious writing on the wall. It, you know, where it I think out of all the out of all the teams, we have the most pressure on us compared to everyone else. And there's no doubting that. You look at St Kilda, you look at Melbourne, sure, they got pressure because they're in Melbourne and they've got nuts fans. But we are at a point where we should be capitalising on the talent that we've got. And if Leon and Coggs don't deliver, I think there will be... We're either looking at a massive plummet or a really good period of success and I, I look coming into this season definitely not just that. tracking gently down the middle obviously I think there's if you, you very- I, I, I think I think that that is where we're at if, if we don't if we don't get back to where we were two years ago I think there's massive changes I think there's like I think our leadership's pretty good at the top level at the board level with Dave Matthews and Tony Cochran and but if, if we don't get to finals, I think Leon's gone. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happens with the captains, but that's that that's the we're at a massive crossroads. And I don't think there's any other club in the comp that's in the same position as us. Mm. Um, just I'm, I'm gonna I'm cut that bit optimistic. we said. I'm always positive and I'm a bit more optimistic as well. I'm a bit I more optimistic. I think uh, for, for GWS, I think um you obviously, when, when GWS came into the league, they obviously got a lot of help and support and, and those early draft picks. And those players are now, you know, 28, 27. If you're going to win, 
then you have to win, you know, this year. And otherwise those people will, will be past their prime. And how do you, you know, you're on the same playing field as everyone else and you lose that, that advantage that you've, you've had. Um, I think this year is really crucial for, for GWS. I agree. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm a bit more optimistic. And, and, and on the, this is the year, I'm sort of a little bit, I don't necessarily buy into that because as we've done in the last four or five years, we, we trade out top end pick, uh, top end players and, and we've been able to refresh and get a lot of early draft picks. And, and I suspect we can continue doing that for at least a couple of years. So, but I'm a little bit more optimistic. If we didn't have Ash in the back line to, to cover Heater and Zach, if we didn't have Riccardi as an up and coming forward in the forward line to potentially cover somewhat of what Jez has lost, I, I, I'm... Um, I fall into the optimistic camp and I, and I think last year is going to be a huge learning curve for a lot of these players. And, and it's a period where they've actually had to overcome a bit of adversity for, and for a lot of these top draft picks, they probably haven't had adversity since fucking the under 12s realistically. So I'm a little bit more optimistic. It's been a tough year getting around Jezreel um, and Cogs. I'm um, yeah. A bit more positive. Like, I thought uh, with 15 minutes, we'd be rooted for content. I thought we were gasping. We'll just stretch it out into a minute and 20 minutes. Well done, gentlemen. I am looking forward to talking about the footy with the squinners, arm in arm with the orange crush. I have no idea what's going to happen. And if I did, that would make it pointless. Um, thank you very much. Sparrow, never surrender. Never fucking surrender. Penny, you say never surrender now as well. Go, go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> and Bubs, thanks very much. Never surrender, boys. We'll talk at you next week. After a win. Go Cogs. Sing us out. Hardest working player, maybe Caniglio. And Caniglio said uh, birds are him.
for Stephen Kenny Elio for another.